<clears throat> All right, very glad you guys are here. Um, we're watching the end of Revenge of the Sith today, and um, this is, we've been doing this class a long time now, so uh, I'm really counting on you guys to bring out some good spiritual themes here. I'm going to give a little bit of direction, but this is kind of like your final exam to see if you've learned how to do this on your own. Because pretty soon we won't have this class. You have to do it all on your own. So let's kind of see how you guys do. Um, now, I just want to, there may be some people here who are not as familiar with all the movies as some of the rest of us are. So uh, at this point in the narrative, uh, Anakin has gone to the dark side. He has, what are some things he has done that illustrate this? Killed a bunch of kids. Killed younglings. That's mentioned several times as like, he killed younglings. How terrible he is to do that. Um, I think at this point he has force-choked force Padme because he has perceived that she has teamed up with Obi-Wan against him. Uh, what does, where, where are they right now in this, where is Anakin? Mustafa system. And um, what does that look like? What does that planet look like? Hell. I think there is some purpose to this. He is in hell. Um, I think what we're going to examine and, and talk about today has to do with Obi-Wan's relationship with Anakin as mentor to Padawan and what, what happens when that relationship <coughs> goes south when somebody that's in your life is turned to the dark side. How do you deal with that? Um, some of those themes in here. Uh, what we're starting off with here, uh, we're going to watch about a five-minute clip here. Um, Anakin has just killed all the um, separatists, uh, kind of in a, uh, they thought they were on the side of, uh, of the emperor, but the emperor says, go kill them. So Anakin just goes and slaughters them all, and I think we're going to see kind of that carnage. And then you see this scene of Anakin with a tear coming down his face, which I think is added. It's just a really brief scene, but it's added to show us something about Anakin's uh, state right now. Although he's on the dark side, he's not totally uh, feelingless about what he has done. So um, we're going to... Uh, watch about a five-minute clip here, and then we'll stop to discuss. Somebody uh, get those lights over there. I must do myself. Besides, 3PL will look after me. 
to the Republic. I am more powerful than the Chancellor. I, I can overthrow him. And together, you and I can rule the galaxy. Make things the way we want them to be. I don't believe what I'm hearing. Obi-Wan was right. You've changed. I don't want to hear any more about Obi-Wan. 
The Jedi turned against me. Don't you turn against me. I don't know you anymore. Anakin, you're breaking my heart. <clears throat> you're going down a path I can't follow. Because of all, Bilbo. Because of what you've done. What you plan to do. Stop. Stop now. Come back. I love you. There's lots of fodder for discussion there. Um, <clears throat> only a Sith deals in absolutes. I wonder what you guys think about that. Um, there's an extended fight scene that is awesome, but we don't have time to watch that. But uh, talk amongst yourselves about some things you saw in that last clip, but, uh, and then we'll come back together and talk as a group. He was still good too. That is in the middle of two, I think. Is it? Yeah, I think it's the middle of two, yeah. and he's he keeps it a secret. Yeah, yeah it is a secret. It's middle of two. Yeah, that was the sign of the fall. Yeah, well, it's almost like Yoda knew, like, his, Yoda's very thing with young Anakin was you care much about your mother, mother. and that was the one day yeah. he had not let go of. He also, almost like he transferred his his passion for his mom to Padme, and that was the the art. He's got mom issues. 
I'm not sure I agree completely about Sith and Absolutes. Mm-hmm. Like, because I think the way he became to the dark side was through half truths. Like, yeah. that's how he was lured. It was not through black or white. Now, maybe those half truths led him to think in absolutes. Well, the Sith is always, it's a binary system. There's only two. Right. So, you know, maybe that's what it means. I don't know. I'm trying to think when there wouldn't be an absolute Sith. So, like, his killing all those sand people, for example, is a sign of, and they're all bad. I just wiped yeah. them all out. Mm-hmm. Women, children, everybody, because they're not real people. It's kind of foreshadowing, though, too, because, you know, he's not, Anakin is not absolute, right? I mean, he struggles yeah. all through all the movies, all through all six of them, with good and bad, until at the very end yeah. he decides the good. Well, maybe that's, this is the foreshadowing of maybe he's not a good Sith, you know? Well, there's still some good in him. There's still some good in him. They can be sensed. Still some good in him. What about the I only want your love? Love is not enough to save you. Is it? Only my power can save you. Yeah. So, um, what do you guys... I remember I, when I saw this in the theater, I think I remember this. This is my memory of it. When he says only Sith deal in absolutes, somebody in the audience goes, just like, because to them, like, well, I think they were saying there's, they heard that as George Lucas saying, there are no absolutes. And so they see it as attack on the belief that there's absolute truth and it's a relativism thing. And, you could say the Church of Christ is Sith, though, too. You know, there's no drinking, there's no mixed bathing. No <laughs> only Church of Christ do. Only Church of Christ go to, go to church or go to heaven if you're Church of Christ. You're either saved or not saved. Two <laughs> zeros, man. One for zeros. Yeah. <laughs> George Lucas hated the Church of Christ. That's what it was. Yeah. I don't, I don't see... I mean, if you take it, Obi-Wan saying... I don't think he really means there's no absolutes. Yeah. Because if, if you do believe there's no absolutes, then you really have no place to judge mm-hmm. dark and light. Uh, Isn't there... Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's maybe getting really to the, the phrasing of deals with absolutes versus believing in absolutes. Oh, yeah. I mean, because clearly Anakin's actions are that he's dealing like he's like... He, he blanks, blankets everything, mm-hmm. you know? You're either for me or you're against yeah. me. Whereas, you can, if you believe in absolutes, then there, there's no, I'm not sure what exactly, just, I think there's deals with seems a little bit differently than believes in. Yeah. Because I, I do think we, we have to have believe in absolute truth, but the scary part to me is if you think I know what those absolute truths right. absolutely are all the time. I think there's one thing to believe in them in principle versus understanding that our human understanding of those truths are, is always mediated through our experience. And leaving yourself like room to be wrong. Yeah. Because like, I think that's what Obi-Wan what? is clearly doing with, with Anakin the, the, entire, yeah, the entire theme. Yeah. Uh, even believing that maybe Qui-Gon Jinn may have been wrong has room to be wrong about Anakin. Like, this whole, you know, there's, well, He's too, he's too old or whatever, mm-hmm. but at least they're, well, maybe, maybe the Jedi Council's wrong about this, or maybe, you know. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. He's not kicking Anakin out of the Jedi Council. He knows about the relationship right. with the baby. He's giving him a little grace. Yeah. Maybe a mercy killing. He doesn't want to. He, like I could have seen before this where he's like, "Don't make me go fight Anakin. I can't do it." Right. And you're just like, "Well, I'm the only one that can beat the Emperor, so you got to go get Anakin." Well, he won't kill him either. Yeah. He well, lets him I think he turn into a thinks he's dead. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that he thinks yeah. he's on fire. I did listen to the commentary on this, uh-huh. just in part. And Lucas says something. He wanted to make sure the fire. He was still on fire before Obi Wan leaves. But so he couldn't he finish thinks, the beat himself. That's right. He doesn't. Right. He doesn't dispatch him himself. But Jedi <laughs> don't do that. They don't. Yeah. Kill an unarmed. No. Helpless. It's, just, it's really interesting to make the jump of this Obi Wan to the one we see in Episode Four. Like this scene probably gives me a little bit more understanding to why he may have withheld information mm-hmm. to Luke yeah. about it. Like his, like his, his role in all yeah. of this of you know not just the killing of your father, but the fact, the very fact of you know that. He was in charge of his father, you know. And the fear of Luke doing the same thing. Right. All right, let's um, let's see what you guys have. Um, so um, let's uh, come together and share some thoughts on this. Um, be very interested to know what you guys have talked about, what you guys see. So uh, let's have every group participate today. So what do you guys what do you guys find in here? Yoda was right. Although if he hadn't been trained, maybe it would have been more. I don't know. But see, Obi Wan told Yoda to stick it in his pointy ear. <laughs> <laughs> I will train this boy. I will train. You guys show that video next week. Yes, yeah, right. We do need to see the. Uh, what's that? What's Weird that called? Al. Weird Al. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> what were you gonna say? Who me? Yeah. Were you gonna say something about? We shouldn't have trained Anakin, or? No, I have. We found out that Padme is really Jewish. She was born in uh, where was she born? Jerusalem. Padme. The actor, not, not actress. actress. Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman is Jewish. Hmm. Does that add something to this? <laughs> now I'm starting to see what you guys talk about in your groups. <laughs> Anybody with anything of relevance? Yes. <laughs> Okay, what about the Sith? The line is only Sith deal in absolutes. Why is that not true? Because Obi-Wan, I mean, if you don't have absolutes, what do you have? How do you know what's, what the dark side is and the good side is if there's no absolute? 
I, I was uh, telling my group, I'm, I have this memory, and it may not, I have this memory, or maybe somebody else told me this is what happened, but in the theater watching this movie, I think watching it with some pretty strong religious people, um, when this line came on about only sit, deal, and absolutes, I remember somebody going, <coughs> because they took that as George Lucas saying, everything's relative. Only the bad people deal in absolutes, so we don't really know what what is good and what is bad. Is that how you guys take this? See, yeah. I don't see it as like advertising being lukewarm or just relativism. I see it as they only exist deal in absolutes. So when you're when you're doing business or exchanging or communicating with your yeah. brother, then you know forgiveness is always an option instead of just this and this. I don't think yeah. it's just like our ideologies or whatever. So the fact that the language is only Sith deal in absolutes versus you know believe in absolute truth is a little bit different. So it's one thing, and this is what our group was saying, uh, it's one thing to believe there is absolute truth. It's another thing to think I know what that is in every situation and I'm the one to dispense justice in every situation. And so Anakin, we talked about when, you see that earlier when he wipes out all the the sand people with his mom. I just wiped them all out because they deserve to die. Uh, in this case, if you're not, he says, if you're not with me, you're my enemy. Now Jesus says something close to that, doesn't he? That, that reminds me of what Jesus says, if you are not for me, you are against me. I don't like that uh, kind of that association of Jesus with Anakin, but um, at this point, uh, yeah, Terry, what are you going to say? I think the idea is that the Sith, and this happens historically, right, with all kinds of leaders down through the ages, that you, it's, it's easier, it's more appealing. The dark side is easier. Remember? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The dark side, and dichotomies are easier because it takes less energy for us to grapple with. Yeah. You see that things are this way or that way. Yeah. You don't have to grapple with it. You don't have to figure it out. You don't have to expend energy. You're right. in. But if you do that, then you have to start plugging your ears in your eyes and be and have tunnel vision. That's what he becomes paranoid. Yeah. You know, you, he's turned you against me and you're a liar. And yeah. That, that's how you have to avoid the, the dissonance, yeah. the cognitive dissonance, right? Yeah. So that's my... And I... I Back in the early days of Twitter, uh, somebody came to Lipscomb to teach us to talk about, they called it microblogging, they said, all oh, you professors need to be on Twitter because this is how you get out there and get your thoughts out there. But one of the things of advice that this person, this lady gave was, she said, you must follow people you disagree with on Twitter, um, on, on Facebook, because if you're only following people you agree with and you're only here, you're only being confirmed in your own views. And, it, and, and this can be a great way to, to see that things are more complicated sometimes than the way you see it. And I, I think that's true. I, and I think that's important now because with Fox News and MSNBC, all the news, you can watch whatever news confirms your own beliefs all the time. And then when any issue comes up, any political issue, for example, I know the right way to think about this. And, and most, people, most things are issues because they're complicated. If it was easy, it wouldn't be an issue. And so... Um, I think there is, I think that's a very good insight there. Yeah. And I would take it a step further that it's not just hearing someone who disagrees with you, but talking. Yeah. And, you know, table, table fellowship with someone who disagrees with you. Yeah. Because that humanizes, so it's not just, once again, those absolutes that we face with, 
uh, is, is very easy. As Terry said, it's very easy when you're when it's a theoretical yeah. idea. But when you have someone in front of you who, whether it's they are facing that that you which something that you think is just very easy black and white, they see it as not as not as easily black and white. But when you talk with them, you may actually understand why they feel that way. Yeah. And I think that that we see that here of both Padme and Obi Wan are very willing to hear Anakin out. They're both willing to rescue him, maybe not in the sense of save him, the sense of you know just mm-hmm. bring him back to the to the light side, but to some degree they at least want to try. Yeah. And they're willing to do that, not just summarily kill him. Yeah. And I think that that's where the you see the absolute of, or whereas whereas Anakin. He sees death as the only option, yeah. whereas both Anakin and Padme see something different as an yeah. option. Yeah, that's right. I'll throw something relevant in there this time. Uh, so <laughs> if, if you look back at First Samuel, having a discussion about kings, you know, God says, or not God, the prophet says, God looks upon man differently than man. Man looks on the outward appearance. God looks at the heart. Yeah. Um, I think that really goes back to Obviously, there's black and white, and there is good and there's evil, but there's also motive, and there's also the condition of the heart. Yeah. So it's very hard to say anything is ever absolute when you look at the condition of the heart. Yeah, so God, we look on the, humans can look on the outside, only God can see the heart. So I think that that's a really good insight, too. I, I do think, uh, you know, we can believe that there is such a thing as absolute truth because if you don't have that, then it, it seems that everything is up for grabs. But we also have to realize that our own perception of what that truth is is affected by our own experience, our own life um, condition, our own age, and everything else goes into that, and what we can see and what we can't see. So none of us sees the world with a God's eye view. Now, we have revelation from God to, to work with. We have the Holy Spirit and things like that to work with. Um, but, yeah, I think we always have to realize that the way we see things is not the way God sees things. That's a good insight. Yeah. Very good. Anakin doesn't have an inner peace at all. He is fighting and fighting and fighting. He's even fighting the woman he loves and yeah. strangling her who has his child. Yeah. It's like he has no discernment anymore. He yeah. has no compass except yeah. for to take over and get power. Yeah. And that's, that's what the emperor has been trying to get him to do all along is, yeah, feed your hate, uh, feed your fear, fear of losing things. All that stuff just feeds the dark side. But he's uh, losing things. He's losing everything. Oh, yeah. You lose everything without even realizing that's what you're doing. Yeah. You know, it's not, oh, okay, here you go, I'll help you out out of the goodness of my heart. No, it's, I want power, I want this, I want that. And it's, yeah. everything else just gets pushed aside. And it's power for the sake of power. It's not like the emperor's living in some lavish palace somewhere, and it's not like Darth Vader is going to live in the lavish, he's, living in a, he's going to live in a little 
cube, you know, little ball thing. His life is not that great, but he has all this power. Yeah, good point. Yeah. I think going back to the, the tear scene. Yeah. I, watching it this time has made me kind of think that perhaps he is what we would see as maybe a, an addiction spiral mm-hmm. of where he has so much shame and he doesn't know that he can escape. And yeah. I think that's maybe why he continues his path. And while we see that there's still some good in him, is but he just doesn't know how to get to it. Yeah. And it takes his son to get him to that place. Yeah. And, and I think a lot of times when people are, are where we watch them and they're just ruining their lives, a lot of it is because they don't know that they can, that there's any other choice. Yeah. That there are people out there, they have a hard time believing, as we saw with him believing Padme, that there's people who believe the, who believe in them mm-hmm. and want to get them to a better place. Yeah. And I think that, you know, it's a call for all of us to have a much better compassion towards those who are self-destroying yeah because all they what they really need is someone who believes in them and who's willing to walk with them and and sometimes it takes over and over again just telling them that but that that feeling of i'm stuck and where i'm Mm -hmm. at was that was just when i saw the tear it was like yeah i don't like what i've just done but i know no other thing to do yeah right very good and that's a great segue into our next clip. So let's watch. We're, we got about an, another. Do we have time for it? Yeah, we got about two minute, three minute clip here where they discuss. They they do mostly fighting, but there's one place here at the end where they discuss some things, and I think it's going to lead in into a, a good conversation. Anakin. I have failed you. I should have known the Jedi were plotting to take over. Anakin, Joseph Palpatine is evil. From my point of view, the Jedi are evil. Well, then you are lost. This is the end for you, my master.
brother Anakin. I loved you. So this is just mindless entertainment, right? <laughs> nothing, nothing deep here. Um, what do you What do you think about this? Any? Let's pull some thoughts together on this, this part. Terry, what? Josh's yeah. sermons have been coordinating with this uh, spiritual warfare. <laughs> yeah. What do you see? What do you see are the parallels to? It's just so obvious. You know? Yeah. You, you've chosen to go the way. You have to let. You know, people have had to let me go when I've been so deep in my decision to go do something yeah. stupid. And I've had people look at me and go, you know what? Have, have fun. Yeah. But I had one guy who said, come here, let's have lunch. Just yeah. like what, what this gentleman was talking about, about sitting down with one another, yeah. talking it through. Yeah. Um, man, saved my life. Yeah. And uh, obviously, Anakin need, needed someone to do that. And just yeah. But yeah, the whole spiritual warfare thing is, is real and amazing. Yeah. And this is just, just an illustration of, of the spiral you get into. And, and the uh, kind of the subtitle of Star Wars is the, the redemption of Darth Vader. That, I mean, if you put all six movies together, that's, that's kind of the point of all the whole series. Yeah. 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 <laughs> all he says is, all he says is, I hate you. I hate you. Yeah. Like I would rather die than have you help me. Yeah. Live. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just so in this other place. Yeah. 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 Just relativism. Shouldn't he have gone ahead and killed him? It would have been merciful. A and think what he would have avoided if he'd just gone ahead and killed him. <laughs> so yeah. Let's rewrite this narrative where <laughs> Obi Wan killed. Make sure, make sure he's dead here because he walks away. I think I did listen to the commentary on this this scene, and, and George Lucas says that he wanted to make sure the fire was still burning the last time Obi Wan looks down at him because he wants to to make it clear that Obi Wan thinks he's he's dead. <laughs> but it's, yeah, but he's there's enough of him. But that's also a point I think in the movie that with Darth Vader, he's mostly mechanical, and he's being assist, and so he's lost some of his power. But he's also you know, he's more machine. It's almost like a, a Frankenstein type uh, metaphor there. Yeah. Very symbolic of him just like losing his humanity. Yeah, yeah. And physically and sort of morally. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's kind of interesting that, his, that Obi-Wan's response to I hate you was I love you. Yeah. Well, you know, he said the response was I, I love you. It's actually I loved you, which I wish it was I love you. I think that would be stronger. I, I don't really like that he says I, I loved you, although that doesn't, make, doesn't necessarily mean he doesn't love him now, but it would have been stronger, I think, if he says I, I Although, I don't know, could he have said I love you at this point? Because there might be some times where you well, you, you don't sure. really feel that. <laughs> if, if, if Lucas wanted to continue this concept that in, in Obi-Wan's mind, this is the end, Yeah. that's why he would have been using past tense. Yeah. Because he doesn't see there's any redemption <clears throat> no future. Yeah. For, for Anakin. Yeah. But I, I, I just think there is, and maybe I'm reading way too much into it, but I, it's almost like when he's saying I hate you, it's almost like I hate you and all of this like it's just like I don't think he wanted to be in this situation mm. I don't think he wanted to end up where he is oh, at yeah. right now yeah yeah I can't see that that was in his his life plan uh, to ch force choke Padme and then get burned um, and be halfway cut up by, by Obi-Wan yeah. Terry you had a comment earlier is that is it still relevant I'm glad I didn't remember I didn't know what clicker going to show I didn't remember the I was just thinking, the previous clip, uh, how is Obi-Wan feeling about all this? I mean, this is, this is not what he for and expected. He put himself out there. He, he was, he did all this yeah. for Anakin, and he gets betrayed in the most extreme way possible Yeah. by this guy. I mean, he, he'd been his supporter, his everything, and, and this is what he gets for him. Yeah. Well, he thinks that Darth Vader is, or that Anakin is the prophecy, is the, the chosen yeah. one. And it's really Anakin's son. And had he not trained Anakin, then the son would not have been born. Yeah. That, he, he says, we thought you were the chosen one. Is he, and the pro, it was a prophecy wrong. But maybe, yeah, we thought you would bring balance to the force. Maybe there's a lesson here in too quickly giving up because um, I think the way it turns out maybe Darth Vader is the answer because he's the one that kills the Emperor now it takes his son to kind of trigger that but he eventually does it there is good in him still and that becomes a theme at the end of this movie Padme says it right before she loses the will to live um, she says there's still good in him and we see that in the in the next series Luke senses there's still good in his his father so he does I think Darth Vader does bring balance to the Force eventually, whatever that means exactly to bring balance to the Force. But isn't that true with all prophecy? I mean, the, yeah, all the, prophecy is kind of I mean, think hazy Sarah. at the time. I mean, Sarah waited a long time. Yeah, yeah. Abram waited a long time. You know, but and they they waffled in their belief, and they yeah. had reason to. You know, yeah. But it's just, I think we we think through our our view of yeah. right now rather than God's view of long-term. Yeah. 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 There might be, Pierce, I really like what you said about the disappointment of teaching and teaching and all of a sudden, you know, that happened with Jesus, too. Yeah. You know, really, he must have just, at, at the end, just said, what's going on, guys? And he actually did say that. And they killed him. So, yeah. yeah, there's a big comparison. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for being here. Thank you very much for your insights.
those have been awesome. And I think next week we will try to do something with the, the latest movie. If you haven't seen the latest movie, there will be spoilers next week. So choose accordingly. If you haven't seen the last movie and don't want to be spoiled, don't come or watch it before you come. Thank you very much. See you.